This is the Techno Buffet Podcast, episode number 663, recorded Wednesday, January 31st, 2024, in 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. exciting episode where we will once again talk about stuff and things i are excited it's been another week and instead of doing exactly the project i thought i was going to i ended up doing something slightly different really was well, it I, fun well i well uh one i said that my one of my big projects was going to be trying to adjust my notifications right uh i did a little of that but i didn't do enough of it because I got caught on two other things. One being, I repurposed a an old tablet to run uh, the fully kiosk browser, which allows me to essentially have either a constant uh, home assistant uh, page or uh, my weather station or my flight tracker on there. And I have a, I ordered a little uh, tablet wall mount, and I'm going to when I get a chance to decide on where I want it mounted on the wall. Cool. I have to decide a good location for it, but the tablet wasn't doing anything anyway. Where would you put your wall-mounted tablet? Near the kitchen? Yeah, maybe. But I spent uh, most of my Sunday in the kitchen. I decided to reorganize my kitchen cabinets. Oh. Well, last year they replaced some of the broken ones, and I sort of just put the stuff back in the cabinets because right. I wanted to get back to some sense of normalcy. Uh, but now uh, they, the kitchen had a soffit. You know what a soffit is, Jerry? Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure. Not everybody knows what a soffit is. Uh, but when they put the cabinets to replace the broken ones, they knocked the soffit out and were able to build the cabinets up to the ceiling since uh, the cabinets would cover up the hole they made when they got rid of the soffit. Cool. So uh, that top shelf is even taller than I am, and I discovered today that I'm shorter than I thought I was. How is that possible? Well, my driver's license says that I'm 6'2". And I was measured for my driver's license when I got my learner's permit, which would have been when I turned 16. That was some number of years ago. Yeah, apparently I've shrunk. I am no longer 6'2". I was at the doctor's this morning. They decided to measure me. Oh, how tall are you now? 6'1". Well, we all get shorter with age. I know. But uh, that means I can't reach that top cabinet without... Not the cabinet, the shelf in the top of the cabinet without... Getting my one-step step stool? I don't think that's what that means. Isn't that what it means? That I can't reach because I'm shorter than I... If I still was one inch taller, maybe I'd be able to reach the shelf. Are you only one inch shy from being able to reach it? 
Oh, I can reach it. It's just I can't really get a good grip on it. Mm. So uh, that that's why it's only one step up for me to be able to do it. It's not multiple steps. If I were a shorter person, it would be multiple steps. But either way, um, I decided that I was going to put my least used things at the top and my most used things at the bottom. Makes sense. Yeah. And then I went on an organizer spree. I ordered like those drawer dividers again. So now my drawers are all divided. Ooh, organization. Well, but there's always more to do. Cleaning your house seems to be like a never-ending activity. It is. Yeah. But uh, so I have the tablet, which I mentioned. I'm continuing my attempt to actually get a uh, sensor into my office so I can monitor the environmental conditions there. So I I was in the office today and I took the sensor in, but for some reason it's not connecting to the MQTT server, which means one of two things. I did something wrong or they're blocking that port. That would be silly. Uh, well, considering that I'm connecting to it over SSL and I'm using the guest Wi-Fi in the building, not any of the corporate Wi-Fi. I can't see why it would be a problem that uh, every five minutes it's sending the temperature and the uh, volatile organic compounds and all the other fun stuff. I suppose I will just keep working at it, but it's possible I typed in the password wrong when I loaded it into ESP Home. Eh. We'll find out. But other than that... Again, just a lot of little things with my automations. Um, I've uh, started to use uh, the choose option, which is essentially a switch statement. Oh, to not choose? I thought, well, I wear shoes every day. No, choose. Choose. C-H-O-O-S-E. So it's a switch statement, but the option in the interface for Home Assistant is referring to it as choose. I swear it sounds like you're saying shoes. Well, I was in a shoe store on Sunday, but no. Okay. My bad. So I just find that a little easier than uh, a set a series of nested if if then statements. It is. Yeah. So I was cleaning up some things that I wrote in the past. And I'll have to continue to clean up more of them. But that also allowed me to make some of my automations more complicated so I could remove some of them and group some of the more important ones together. So I have a few more of those to do because uh, the automation that turns off the home alarm when I come home uh, is not working for some reason. So I have to see what's not triggering. Hmm. Well, these things happen. In other news, I could ask you about this. You might know. Um, Have you ever tried a service called Hushed? I have not. Have you heard of it? No. Uh, hushed, the idea is that you could prepay for like an anonymous phone number and you could change the number if you uh, want to. So it's like a little VoIP thing that's specifically uh-huh. for people who don't. So recently I wanted to make a phone call and I did not want my caller ID to show up and I realized that I didn't have an option for that. So I thought this was an opportunity. I'll try this for one month just to see what it's like. And I think they might have a trial I have to look and make this phone call. 
where I do not want to, my phone number to be known because I'm worried that the organization I'm calling will keep harassing me. So I'm huh. going to try Hushed, which again has an app uh, for Android and iOS. And some people like it. So I was just curious if you'd ever tried this idea. Would you be interested in the idea of an anonymous number where you could sort of uh, call people and they wouldn't necessarily be able to call you back? No, because that sounds right for abuse. A lot of things are. But that's why I figured it was worth trying. I'm not going to abuse it. Mm-hmm. Besides, how often do you call people nowadays? People text, people do all sorts I, of other things. Surprisingly, frequently. Well, but I'm in a weird spot right now. Well, I have some people to call for business uh, reasons. Uh, for example, I'm in, in the midst of a fight with a company, and they are making me angry. I've been trying to resolve something for 20 years. A long time. Oh, I, th- I really thought I was close in December. I finally found somebody who would get me the documents I needed in order to resolve the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they, the company received the documents, processed the documents, and made the situation worse. Okay. Yeah. So I've been trying to get up the nerve to call them. Because I think it's going to affect my blood pressure. Anyway. But that's another story. So other than that, again, I continue to keep iterating. I have more projects. Because when I was straightening up, I discovered that the uh, hinge in my my medicine cabinet is slowly coming out and I'm afraid that the door, which has a mirror on it is going to come off the hinge crack and shatter glass all over my bathroom. Right. So I ordered a new medicine cabinet that I will need to install except for one problem. I need another person. This is a big medicine cabinet. I don't necessarily think that I can, Remove it and replace it with a new one without somebody else to assist me. Have you tried using a sledgehammer? That would make it, you know, more manageable pieces for you to move. I'm talking about putting the new one up. Oh. I need somebody to hold it while we screw it in. Because I don't want the new one falling off the wall either. Unfortunately, I don't know anybody who will come to my house and hold something while I screw it into the wall. Well, I'm sorry. Actually, I do know people, but I don't know anybody who would do that. I know somebody who might be willing to help out, but uh, they're clumsy enough that I think that it's safer not to ask them. That's fair. Well, I need a handy person. I've mounted many things on the wall, but again, uh, considering the current one looks like it's about to fall down. Course, I didn't mount it, but anyway, I'll find somebody. But all these little things just add up. So, a few things happened this week. Apparently, uh, Google is going to drop uh, pixel exclusivity on passkey upgrades. Well, that's cool, right? Yeah, so it means it's fair game for everybody else. Yeah, so essentially, if you go to the pic- password manager on a pixel, it offers 
upgrading to passkeys on certain accounts, and apparently they're going to roll that out to non-pixels because they want passkeys. So uh, right now, if you have an, uh, here are the early launch partners for uh, the Google Password Manager on Pixel that will help you get your passkey. Adobe, eBay, PayPal, Best Buy, Kayak, TikTok, Yahoo Japan. I didn't know Yahoo was still a concern. DocuSign, Money Forward, and Uber. Cool. Right? Well, I think so. And you can get pass keys into Bitwarden. I haven't looked to see how, um, as far as I know, uh, last I checked, you couldn't do it on Android, that it won't take over the functionality and it will try to route you into the Google Password Manager, but I'm sure it will be coming soon enough. Uh, speaking of devi- of things on Android, which we talk about a lot for obvious reasons, uh, Google Chrome is making it easier to unsubscribe from website notifications on Android with apparently a one-tap notification unsubscribe. I like it. I like it when it is easy to say I don't want to know something. Stop annoying me. If you've been following Wear OS, which remember I give up on, in favor of a pine time. Not that right. I don't like Wear OS, but uh, considering that they just apparently announced that the Mobvoi Tick Watch E3, the one that I was promised Wear OS 3 with, very shortly after its launch, has finally got Wear OS 3.5. So it's finally got into 3, and they're just about to release 5. So uh, I do not have faith in Mobvoi that they will deliver on their promise. Uh, and now Fossil Wear OS watches are dead. So Fossil's getting out of the Wear OS business. I'm sorry to hear that. And Chris Waddell over at Android Police has said it's all Google's fault. Is it? That is the opinion of that author. So Google bought some smartwatch technology from Fossil. You also have the fact that things are essentially consolidating where, again, there isn't that much diversity. So Google launched its first smartwatch. And then uh, you have, of course, Samsung, which launched their watches. So those are the only two major players in the Android integrated smartwatch game. Because as far as I know, you can't integrate a... uh, an Apple Watch with a Android device? No, I know it sucks. Yep. Meanwhile, because so only- just, you know, I was just having a conversation today about why I used an iPhone. Yeah. And it came down to the watch. If it was not for the Apple Watch, I would not use an Apple phone. Okay, I will tell the people at Google that uh, the reason why you have left them is because of the watch. And it is. I know, but maybe they'll try to win you back. But Likely, but that would be cool. But the only other uh, Wear OS provider that people think of is Mobvoi, which I've mentioned. And again, uh, an over two-year update for to get to version 3. So it's just disappointing that uh, they can't seem to get their act together. Yep. And I'll just quote this other line that you might finish saying, Wear OS devices are slowly turning into bad copies of the Apple Watch. 
it wouldn't be so bad if they were good copies. Well, again, uh, as great, I'm going to read it from, again, this author again. As great as the Apple Watch is, it's the antithesis of what Android is, and by extension, what Wear OS was. While Wear OS fans do have more options than Apple users do, it has drastically dwindled over the years and shrinking even further around the Wear OS 3 release. With the way things are going, Mobile might not be around much longer either. This would make me very sad, as I've been a friend of them. So I'll agree with that. I was sad up until the point at which they promised something and didn't deliver for several years. Yeah. Although I will give them credit for the sort of better late than nether philosophy. So it's back to it is disappointing that you can't you can't get the wide range of experiences with Wear OS that you can with a Android device. Hmm. Moving along, uh, apparently cable TV revenues are expected to shrink by thirty billion by twenty twenty seven. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. No wonder um, I'm getting all these emails about how I can no longer uh, share with uh, my uh, subscriptions with people. And I have the problem that my household is in two different places. Yep. So it's um, Hulu today uh, sent me something about the subscriber agreement. And I was reading it. And their definition, let me just find this, of what a household is, is uh, maybe somewhat unclear whether or not uh, my situation applies. Uh, It says here, household, see, I thought that part of the sentence was what I thought it meant, but according to Hulu, it means something different. Household means the collection of devices associated with your primary personal residence that are used by the individual who reside therein. So I get the household means the individuals who reside in your primary personal residence. But it's right. the associated. So are they saying that if you have two residences, that at the second residence, you would have to have a separate Hulu account? Even though you are still you and you are still using devices that you own and you are not including other people who are not part of your household. So if I leave a, a Google TV device in Florida and go there and try to watch my streaming, am I... Uh, essentially, I'm still used by the individual who reside in my primary personal residence, but I am not using it in my primary personal residence. I think since you you are the person using it, then you're okay. Again, I get the feeling... The, see, the other part of the problem is it says that if they suspect you're doing this, that they can do a whole bunch of things without even discussing it with you or issuing you some sort of notation and letting you explain. But are you also using it at your other primary residence? Because you cannot be in two spaces at once. Why would I use it in two different places at once? If you were being dishonest. Okay, well, here's the other scenario. Um, You have how many family members in your house? Three. Okay, and they're all they all reside at your primary residence. Yes, and you have a streaming service which they all have access to. Yes. So let's say one of them, let's say your significant other, uh, goes uh, on a work trip, 
and flies to, let's say, Detroit. You're still in Florida. They're in Detroit, and they are relaxing in their hotel after a, a day of whatever business is taking them to Detroit, and they want to watch a movie on one of these streaming services. And meanwhile, you are in Florida also watching something. Is that a violation in principle of this, where you are both, again, same primary residence, you're using your primary device, but one of you happens to be out of the house? I would expect that she's going to use her profile and I will use mine. Yeah, but they're both on the same account. So right. they might say, no, you're using it in two different places at once. I don't think they would. Okay, I'm just saying there's a lot of ambiguity about that. Uh, I think they would observe that my uh, wife's profile is used major, majority, ma- the majority of the time in the same household that mine is used from. Yours. In this particular instance... Hers is being used in a different location, and mine continues to be used in the house. Now, if hers was to be used in Detroit and hers was to be used in uh, my house at the same time, that would indicate shenanigans. I just don't trust them to get it right. Uh, Of course you don't. I'm not talking about the intention. I'm talking about the execution. Okay. Uh, Moving along, apparently... uh, Google Play has introduced a tool that will prompt users to update outdated, unsupported, or broken versions of an app. So essentially, if you're one of those people who never updates the app, uh, now the developer can actually prompt you to do so. And say, wouldn't you really like to do this thing that would get you the latest version now we don't have to support these old versions or get complaints to you that they don't work properly? Not much to say about that other than there's a nice feature. Okay. Okay. I thought I'd silenced you there, Jerry. Yep. Android police interviewed the new individual in in charge of the Play Store. So I put that in, and it's definitely worth sort of um, getting a summary of where he sees the direction of the play store going. I think he's got a good, he's got a good vision. The, uh, I mean, I expect him to go all developers, developers, developers. That would be cool. Yeah. You missed my, my attempt to do that reference. You beat me to it. Oh, sorry. No, you, you occasionally get to the, get to the good lines before me. Anyway, Let's see what else we have here. Oh, yes. Uh, The first Chromecast with Google TV update of 2024 is rolling out. Yay! Yes, I considered buying that extra Google... um, that Chromecast with Google TV to take on the road just so I could have one with a USB-C port. But I decided I would swap out my on 2021 with an on 2023 and just get an adapter cable. The only difference between the 2021 and the 2023 is the 2023 is running a Google TV, whereas the 2021 was running Android TV. Yes. Uh, the other part of it is just looking at the construction of the two devices, both of which retailed for $20. The old one did and the new one currently does. It does a surprisingly large amount for 
uh, 20 bucks, but the new one has a much nicer remote and a few other little features, including the fact that it's less likely to overheat. So, well, I've been planning, uh, my boss told me that I might have to come to the home office again. And the place that I most often use that particular puck, because it looks like a hockey puck is when I'm in a hotel room. And if I'm going to the home office, I'm going to stay in a hotel room. So good, uh, good time to get the uh, replacement device and install all of the uh, credentials and everything on it that I want to have on it. So I just have to plug it in. So now is the time. It is the time. Yeah. But uh, the new version of uh, for Chromecast with Google TV 4K uh, would be uh, Android security patches up to December and miscellaneous bug fixes and performance improvements. Uh, so basically, nothing exciting, but uh, performance improvements and bug fixes are never a bad thing. It's just nobody jumps up and down and says, oh, they, they, they made performance improvements. If you are a user of iOS and Home Assistant and you have a CarPlay device, apparently uh, the iOS uh, app for Home Assistant apparently has added CarPlay support. I have my companion app is updated. It updated this afternoon. I have not yet seen it in action in CarPlay. I'm excited. Well, apparently uh, it you can have access to the devices. You can uh, create sequences. So these are custom actions where essentially you'd be able to press a button and have it do multiple things. And, of course, you can create buttons, etc., that will essentially give you your little custom dashboards. And, of course, you can uh, switch between servers. By the way, the ability to switch between Home Assistant servers and the mobile app, specifically the Android version, because I have never used the iOS version, uh, could use some enhancement. I feel like it it's too far down. I wonder how... Um, I wonder how often that gets used. What, the switching instances yeah switching servers how many people have more than one home home assistant server enough that the people on android were complaining that the ios people got it interesting i have multiple servers really not all of them are mine but i have multiple servers mine in the sense that i don't own the residences but i set them up for people and therefore i have access uh, if you are a user of eSIMs, apparently Android will now let you transfer eSIMs between your phones. Yay! And Google TV will now reportedly let you send phone calls to your television. My television does not have a microphone. Uh, specifically, this is sending notifications about your phone calls. Oh! Now, it does say that you would be able to send the calls themselves because, again, there is meat and it should be able to connect to you one way or the other. But again, both options are the ones that they're working on. 
the ability to be notified and the ability apparently to have the call transferred to the device using Meet, which would be interesting. I wonder how much of this applies to something. Well, I'm assuming that when it says that uh, you can transfer via Meet, it would be a call that came in on Meet. But I don't know. The fact that I haven't been able to successfully put a camera into a uh, Chromecast with Google TV and and use something like Zoom, which is disappointing. Well, I'm going to say it's perfectly capable of it. It's not a problem of the, it's not a problem of the power of the hardware. And you think that being able to do video conferencing stably with the device would be something that they would do because enough people want it. Speaking of interesting devices, uh, we're back to the car with uh, this one again from Android Police, which is the Carling Kit AI Box CarPlay Max review. Uh, who the what? Uh, I may be mispronouncing that. It's so it is this little box uh, where essentially it's not only a wireless Android Auto adapter, but apparently it it can act as its own independent device. Well, that's cool. So I thought that was interesting. So not only does it allow you to bridge um, Android Auto from your your device wirelessly, it's it's its own Android device, which has 8 gigs of RAM, 128 gigabytes of storage, built-in GPS, and even uh, 4G LTE connectivity if you add a SIM card. And it uses uh, CarPlay to connect to your car. And then it will show cool. Android on the screen. Crazy. So because it does that, it can actually let you uh, do things that are not permitted by Android Auto, such as watching Netflix. You know, I just saw a thing called the Magic Box 2.0 that does something similar to that. How does it compare but- to the Magic Box 1.0? I have no idea. I can't even get a good solid idea of what the Magic Box 2.0 does. Well, maybe you want the Carling Kit AI uh, Box CarPlay Max. Except I already have. I I need it to connect to CarPlay, not Android. It does connect via CarPlay. But it acts like a CarPlay device to the radio. Yeah. So it doesn't you, say connects to. I don't know. Well, I, 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 we'll see. How about this? Uh, Samsung and Google are preparing Wear OS 5 based on Android 14. Cool. Nothing much to say about that, but I do want to comment on, of course, the story I sort of mentioned earlier, which is the TicWatch 3 finally gets updated to Wear OS 3.5. I just like how I just I just wanted to even though I mentioned this I just want to highlight the way that uh, Fandroid starts the article. If you still own Mobvoice TicWatch E3, you might want to check your device for a new software update, which finally brings Wear OS 3.5 to the budget-friendly smartwatch. The TicWatch was launched way back in 2021, so essentially it took them three years to deliver a software update that they promised when I bought it. Three years is a bit long. Yep. Doesn't give me confidence that Movoy is going to continue with their smartwatch business either, leaving again the two others. 
Uh, but you could always switch over to Lenovo, where they think that the Motorola brand could become the world's third biggest phone brand. After, of course, Apple and Samsung. Sure. That'd be nice. I like Motorola when they're owned by Google. Um, admittedly, some I happen to like Lenovo at times. I own some Lenovo devices. I admit there are other ones I don't like very much, but... Back to the television rules, apparently the FCC's new rule will encourage local affiliates to invest in local news. So they have they are, have essentially proposed, or excuse me, adopted a proposal that would incentivize parent companies of local stations to invest in local reporting. So the idea is that they would prioritize the processing review of license applications if the broadcasters commit to hiring in support of local coverage. So if you're going to take the station, uh, take all the local content off of it and just uh, spend your entire time showing uh, reruns of My Mother the Car, then they probably won't expedite it. That's funny. That's funny, but My Mother the Car was not. No, My Mother the Car was funny. That's what I thought was funny. I thought my reference to My Mother the Car was funny. Okay. But the show, I'm saying, are you saying you found the show, My Mother the Car, funny? No, your reference to it. Yes, my reference to it I thought was was amusing because I thought I was trying to be amusing. I'm just saying the show, My Mother the Car, was lousy. You tell me, uh, would you watch a television show where the premise is that somebody's mother has been reincarnated as their automobile? That would be amazing. This is a show. Again, Crazy. it lasted for one season in 1965. Oh, uh, yep. Okay. Never seen it, but it's funny. Uh, yes. I'm just saying it wasn't necessarily considered to be a classic per se, but anyway, moving along uh, past my mother, the car, apparently Again, uh, the rule, um, the proposed rule is apparently open for comments from broadcasters. So they can say how much they hate the idea of uh, giving priority staff review to licensees that provide three hours of locally originated programming each week. Three hour, By the way, three hours a week is not exactly a, a massive thing. I hope no, there isn't a single corporate owner of broadcasters who's offended by the idea that not that they would require it, but they would say, we will give you this benefit if you do three hours of something a week. Yeah. That's like, then again, these are the same sort of industry people who said that it would be too much of a burden to, uh, and violate people's free speech rights for them to make it easier for you to cancel your cable service. Oh, well. I'm feeling cynical about people again this week. I have to work on that. I need some optimism. Anyway, Amazon Ring has stopped letting police request footage in the Neighbors app after public outcry over the last few years. Excellent. Yep. So they will not be able to ask for assistance. That doesn't mean, again, that 
Ring can't give them stuff. It just means that they can't ask. That's crazy. That's an interesting way to look at it. Well, hopefully it means now they have to get a warrant and go through, again, uh, legal means designed to protect people. Also, uh, the people at Home Assistant put on their State of Matter uh, live stream. The State of Matter. Yes. Is, how is Matter? Is Matter useful yet? Uh, no, but they're optimistic. Okay. Again, uh, they wanted to say that the future is that they're going to continue to make it better at Home Assistant, and again, other companies will continue to iterate on it. Yep. New things, again, take time. That they do. Yep. So that brings us to the end of another exciting week. Oh, no. I just, I wish matter would become useful. So do I, because... Well, uh, maybe I don't care. You know, I'm quite happy with Zigbee. So am I. I have a mix of Zigbee and Z-Wave, and both of them work. Um, admittedly, uh, my Z-Wave... Uh, Docker container, because I'm running that in Docker because it's too much of a pain to compile it myself right now, uh, did mysteriously crash last week, so I do need a way for it to tell me that's mysteriously crashed so that I can know to do something about it instead of walking in and discovering that none of the Z-Wave devices work, considering that one of the Z-Wave devices is my deadbolt. So, uh, again, more notifications. <laughs> I'll get there. Yeah. And again, uh, kiosk. Time to put up my little dashboard. I agree. Oh, I'm excited. I'm just imagining walking into my kitchen, looking on the wall and seeing how many planes are flying over my house, what the weather is, and being able to play with the home assistant system. And all for the low, low price of I had one already. So, as I said, um, I I did spring for the for the mount on the wall that I have not mounted yet. So shall we adjourn until next week when we will once again uh, plumb the depths of technology? We should. Okay, I look forward to yet another conversation, and I will tell you whatever exciting things happen between now and the same time next week. The same time next week. Unless something happens. Unless something happens. That's right. Good night, Jerry. Good night.